If you are looking to elevate your leadership and drive your nonprofit forward, I invite you to subscribe to the Successful Nonprofits newsletter. Every week, I curate exclusive shareworthy content that sparks inspiration, innovation, and conversation. From the latest trends to timeless advice, the weekly email newsletter is your all-access pass to a treasure trove of resources. But receiving the newsletter is not just about staying informed. It's also about getting our best content first. Subscribers get first access to our newest downloadable templates designed to propel your leadership and amplify your impact. And that's not all, my friend. We are constantly working on new ways to support you and your mission. So as a subscriber, you'll get updates on our latest projects, opportunities to participate in surveys, and a say in the topics that we tackle next. You will essentially get me as a consultant, coach, and confidant in your inbox, ready to help you navigate the challenges of nonprofit leadership. So if you're an executive director, board chair, or a nonprofit leader who believes in making a difference, join me as a newsletter subscriber. Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Bonus Break. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg. The Bonus Break is a short episode you can listen to while taking a coffee break and get the added bonus of making you and your nonprofit more successful. Produced as a companion to our longer Successful Nonprofits podcast, the Bonus Break covers all of the topics you care most about. Professional development, fundraising, governance, board relations, marketing, tech, and more. And as an added bonus today, I have an upper respiratory infection, so you get my more interesting voice. I sound a little bit like Froggy on the Little Rascals. Today's bonus break is part of a multi-bonus break series about strategic planning. This series is based on a lunch and learn that I presented a few months ago, and I am splitting the presentation into a lot of bonus break-sized episodes. Since this is the fifth installment of our strategic planning series, I am not going to walk through each of the other four sessions. But if you want to know how to organize for strategic planning and conduct your environmental scan, the first four episodes are worth a listen and they can all be downloaded at the successful nonprofits website. At this point in the planning process, the work group has spent two to three months to research and fully understand the organization's history, constituencies, strengths, challenges, and opportunities. So now it is time to focus on the strategic component of the planning process. The work group needs to identify one or two strategic goals. You might call them big, bold goals, big, hairy, audacious goals, or cathedral goals. These are very, very, very long-range goals that might take 15 or even 30 years to accomplish. When creating these goals, it is critically important that these be ambitious and inspirational and that they give you goosebumps when you talk about them. Let me give you a great example. Back in the 1980s, Rotary International set a long-range goal of eliminating polio from the face of the earth. If you live in America and are under the age of 70 and have not traveled to Asia or Africa, you may not fully understand the ravages of polio. 
When I was in India six or seven years ago, it was quite common to see polio survivors begging on the streets. They were unable to walk, unable to work, and dependent on crutches or carts to reach the street corners on which they begged. So I know firsthand from having seen these survivors that polio is a devastating disease that can be, that can be prevented with a drop, that's right, one drop of vaccine that costs about $1. So for one, a $1 vaccine, you can ensure that someone will not get polio. And let me also be clear that that $1 vaccine would have given those street corner beggars who are survivors of polio a very different life. Now, when Rotary set this goal back in the 80s, there were tens of thousands of active cases worldwide, and there were thousands of new cases every year. Public health professionals thought that these do-gooder Rotarians were naive and simply could not achieve that goal. But through leadership changes, multiple strategic plans, and the ups and downs that any organization experiences, Rotary kept this big, bold goal in mind. And over the ensuing three and a half decades, the effort gained momentum and steam. So they would eliminate it from one country, and people would sit up and take notice and go, wow, okay, well, Polio is now out of India. There's no new active cases in India. And so as they gained steam, they also had additional philanthropists and international organizations sign on. People like Bill Gates and the United Nations joined in. Today, polio is only active in two countries on this earth. And in those two countries, there have been less than five new cases this year. The big bold goal does not just drive your programs and your management. It also drives your fundraising. So again, as an example, and I'm a Rotarian, four years ago, a leader within Rotary told me something powerful. He said, Dolph, your gift of $1,000 will guarantee that 1,000 children will never get polio. I thought back to my time in India and the many people that polio had turned into beggars. And at that moment, I thought to myself, I live a comfortable life in America and I have an extra $1,000 to give. How stingy, how just absolutely stingy would I have to be to not make this contribution and not guarantee that 1,000 children will never get polio? And how stingy would I have to be when we are this close to eliminating polio from our planet to say, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather not be a part of that cause. So eliminating polio from the face of the earth is a good example of a big, bold goal. But let me give you a few more. Kaboom's big, bold goal is that all children have a playground they can use. Solar Aid's big, bold goal plans to eradicate the kerosene lamp from Africa. And just to put that in perspective, kerosene lamps are not only bad for the environment, they are super bad for people's health. So lots and lots of houses in Africa catch on fire every year because of the kerosene lamp. And the Gift of Life Marrow Registry, they say that their goal is to ensure a bone marrow donation match for every patient in need. We have all heard of someone who is on the list waiting for a bone marrow match, and sometimes they do not get that match in time. So that is clearly a big, bold goal. Now, at the Successful Nonprofits blog, I have a list of many other big, bold goals. But so, let's say you don't need any more inspiration at this point, and you're ready to start working on your big, bold goals. What are some signposts that this is actually a big, bold goal? 
Well, first of all, the goal seems almost impossible. Think back in the 80s when everyone in the public health and international health sectors said Rotary is being naive if they think they are going to eliminate polio from the earth. Now, another good signpost that you have a big, bold goal is that they require your organization to rethink how it achieves its mission. So typically, they can't just be achieved in three or four years, and they're also not incremental. So it's not like, well, we're going to tweak this part of our organization or that part of our organization, and we are going to achieve a big, bold goal. A few more things to keep in mind when you're looking at your big, bold goal. They typically directly relate to your vision statement. So if you recall, when we talked about vision statements, you know, we said that it's almost like the movie trailer where you say, in a world without hunger. So if you envision a world without hunger, then your big, bold goal should relate to no one being hungry. Now that might be in your community, in your state, in your country, but that might be your big, bold goal. And then the final thing is the big, bold goal inspires people to action. Not just your board members, not just your volunteers, not just your staff, but it inspires the entire community and it inspires donors. Remember when that Rotarian leader took me aside and said, Dolph, if you give $1,000, you will be a big part of this push to eradicate polio and 1,000 children will never get this disease. That inspired me. Now, sometimes at this stage of the planning process, workgroup members will propose incremental goals. I've already kind of touched on that a little bit. But they will say things like, well, why don't we just serve 10% more clients? Or why don't we expand to two additional sites or purchase a new building? These are all good goals, and they might even contribute toward a big, bold goal, but they are not a big, bold goal. So when workgroup members suggest less ambitious goals, let's write them down and promise to revisit them when the big, bold goal is selected. After all, uh, 10%, serving 10% more clients, expanding to two additional sites, or purchasing a new building might very well support moving in the direction of your big, bold goal once it's been selected. Finally, a small organization should not have more than one big, bold goal. And a large one should not have more than two big, bold goals. A shopping list of five or ten goals is simply not achievable. Keep in mind that achieving your big, bold goal will require a laser-like focus, and you only have one or two lasers in your toolbox. You don't have 10 of them. Now, next week's bonus break, we are going to outline the board retreat because we are now at the point where it is time to take all of this information and our big, bold goal and take it to the board retreat. This bonus break and the successful Nonprofits podcast is produced by the Goldenberg Group as part of our mission to provide board development strategic planning, and interim leadership to help nonprofits thrive in a competitive environment. Be sure to visit our podcast website at SuccessfulNonprofits.com or find me, Dolph Goldenberg, at GoldenbergGroup.com, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. And if you think your organization is ready to begin strategic planning, reach out to me. Thanks for joining us for this bonus break, and I hope you gain some insight to help your nonprofit thrive in a competitive environment.